Well, evidently, I ruffled some feathers over the weekend. Big surprise, but that's okay. We're going to talk about it. Some of you may already know why, but today we're going to talk about a victim mentality and how it can literally kill your music career before it even gets off the ground. Want to know what I'm talking about? Stick around. Today's episode coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast, the real raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. Hey guys, hey, welcome back to the Steve Freeman Podcast. So good to have you here. While you're here, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. I love it when you do that. Leave a written review. I was going to read the latest one, but I'm anxious to get to the topic today. So uh, next episode, uh, we will read uh, one of your reviews uh, that you've left. So thank you for doing that. Make sure you're following me on social media at the Steve Freeman on all social media platforms and make sure that you join my inner circle. If you want some occasional tips, tricks and advice and great stuff for the music industry and sometimes just business stuff overall, go to the Steve freeman.com and sign up to be a member of my inner circle and as always podcast brought to you by the artist development academy artistdevelopmentacademy.com if you are an aspiring or independent artist producer engineer what we do over at the artist development academy is give you the information the guidance and the access that it requires to be successful in the music industry. Not how to get it on, get on radio, not how to get famous or any of that other bull crap. I'm talking about being successful, putting in the hard work that it takes. We give you the information, access, and guidance that you need in order to be able to do that. If that sounds interesting to you and you take your career seriously and you want to start making more money with your music and start being more successful on your own terms, then join us artistdevelopmentacademy.com. You can go over there right now and get my free artist development masterclass. Take that. It's a great starting point. Anyway, go check it out. Artistdevelopmentacademy.com. All right. Into the meat of today's subject. Uh, Evidently, my Facebook post from last week and my uh, podcast last Thursday has upset female artists. At least one female artist in particular, Mickey Guyton. And over the weekend, um, I had posted this article on Facebook early last week. Um, and I, to be real honest with you, I don't care if people comment. I post this stuff because it, it is, it's what I'm thinking about. It's my own thoughts raw. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. But it is my opinion. And it's my opinion based on 20 plus years in this business, seeing the inner workings of it, being a part of it. It's my opinion. I, my opinion is shaped by my experience. Just like you and everybody else listening or watching, your opinion is shaped by your personal experience and the experience of those that surround you, that may be in your inner circle, but people that you have had relationships with, that you've seen the impact of the business or this or that or the other. So these are my opinions. You are more than welcome to think that I'm wrong. Maybe your experience has informed and influenced your opinion differently. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong and you're right or that you're right and I'm wrong. It is an opinion. And what do they say? Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. 
And hey, I've been known around town as an asshole for years, and that doesn't bother me. I'm fine with that. I'm not trying to play the music business political game that 99% of you guys are playing. I don't, I don't let someone else define my success or how far I can go in my career based on this person or, or playing this game or jerking this person off. I, I, I don't do that. And I'm not going to start now. But over the weekend, the artist, Mickey Guyton, she signed a universal, uh, found somehow somebody said or, or reposted what I had posted on Facebook about why I don't think female artists are more successful than they are and why there are more female artists in country music. In that article and in the subsequent podcast last Thursday, I went into extreme detail as why I thought that this was one of the reasons why I thought this was. And one of those reasons was that I had the audacity to put in that article and in the podcast that I don't feel like a large number of the country music fan base, especially women, tend to support other women. And I gave some reasons for that. I gave some re some reasons that uh, they think that a lot of the female artists in the format stand for something that's unattainable to them, whether it has to do with looks, whether it has to do with uh, status or position, or whether it has to do with anything like that. It can be, and, and I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, what, okay, listen. So what she did, she reposted it. And she and, and her fans unleashed holy hell on me. And that's fine. I don't care. I, I was trying to respond to everybody that was lining up to call me a sexist, uh, misogynist uh, pig. Um, they, a few people even threw racist in there, which <laughs> anybody that knows me, I am the furthest thing from a racist. But OK, what I want to talk about is a victim mentality and a cancel culture. We live in a society right now where it is so easy for those of us that don't agree with someone else or they, they may not agree with us. It is just easier to cancel them and write them off as it is to have a productive discussion on the matter. It would be a boring world, a boring place if, if, if we all believed the exact same thing. Now, some of the women, all women, by the way, except for one guy that was on there commenting that was at least saying on Twitter, which I don't use Twitter. I used Twitter more yesterday than I have since I opened my account in 2009. I do not use Twitter at all. I will share to Twitter from other platforms just to throw it out there because I have the account, but I don't use Twitter. So yesterday was my foray into getting into a quote unquote Twitter war. But there was one guy on there was like, damn, it's harsh. But what he's saying is actually true. And it was. It, but because my overall point is that the music business is driven by money. It is driven by earned revenue and return on investment. Labels sign artists and keep artists and continue to invest in artists that show a return on investment that make money. Statistically, regardless of whether you want to believe it's true or you don't want it to be true, statistically and historically, female artists have not generated as much revenue as male artists. Country music has been a male-dominated artist format forever. Now, you can throw statistics all day at me. If you, yes, there were more women played in the 90s. Women sold more music. The time was different. The demographic was older. Trisha Yearwood, Patti Loveless, Tanya Tucker, uh, Pam Tillis, 
all these great Faith, Faith Hill, all these great female artists were singing to women that were over 25 years old, that were 30, 35, 40, 45, and 50, who had money to buy records. So females sold more records, which means females were more popular, which means females took up a larger percentage at country radio because country radio is better then than it is now. I will give you that. But country radio in the late 80s and 90s, because I was there and I was a part of it, reflected and did a much better job of reflecting popularity within the format on the airwaves. And the only way to gauge popularity among fans of any genre is their sales and their ticket sales. How do people physically, with action, financially show up to support an artist. That is how it's gauged. So in the 90s, when program directors would see that Reba McIntyre's outselling men and Trisha Yearwood is outselling men and Patti Loveless and Pam Tillis, they were popular within the format. They had the support of the demographic. They had the support of the overall country music fan base. Therefore, they were represented more on the radio. Even then, the height that they got was 44%. But it was well-deserved because there was a demand within the country music fan base for what those female artists were doing. Now, what they all got on me yesterday about was it's all the man. And I'm sorry that what a victim mentality to always have to be a victim of something. It, it can't it can't. Maybe you're not good enough. Oh, now I'm really a sexist because I suggested that you may not be good enough. Maybe. Maybe you're not. Maybe there's not a demand now that existed in the 90s. For female artists, I present to you that I know for a fact that there is not an overwhelming number of people within the country music fan base that support financially female artists the way that they do male artists. Now, they keep arguing to me that what's well, because they're not played on the radio. Radio's not giving women a fair shake. And I will give you that. They're not. And Whereas you think the reason is, is because it's just a bunch of old. This was a quote in the on the Twitter feed, by the way. It's just a bunch of old white men that hate women. I'm not going to say that doesn't exist. Sure, there's bias. There's bias in everything. But I don't think that's the only reason. If that was the only reason and there were just a bunch of men that just hated women, you wouldn't have Marin Morris. You wouldn't have Carrie Underwood. You wouldn't have Claire Dunn or Casey Musgraves. You wouldn't have any of these other Kelsey Ballerini. You wouldn't have any of these other female artists getting any airplay whatsoever. It would just be all men if that's the way that it was. But what, what I keep, it's just frustrating me, is a victim mentality. I want, I want to present something. Everything kept coming back to radio. We, and, and there is statistics to show that the fan base there that says they want more women played on radio. That is hard. That is real. I will I would admit that the fan base for female artists in country music is growing. Is it yet the majority? No. And that's what a lot of them kept coming at me. We support women. Women do support women. I, I didn't say that all women don't support other women. I said that a majority of them don't support other women. That also goes for men. 
There's a large, huge section and portion of the country music fan base that is men. They do not support female artists the way that they support male artists. I'm not saying that support doesn't exist. Obviously, those of you that were on Mickey's Twitter feed yesterday and Instagram uh, feed yesterday, which, by the way, she accused me of stirring the pot. She's the one that reposted all of my stuff. So I didn't get I didn't get the thing and start stirring. Mickey, you took my stuff and posted it. Oddly enough, your new single is actually on this subject. So I found that kind of interesting as well. Awful timely uh, that you would pick up and share my content, uh, maybe possibly to draw attention to your single. I don't know. Maybe it's just a coincidence. But everything kept going back to radio. Should there be more female artists played on country, uh, country radio? There absolutely should be. I think right now from the female artists that I know, that I've worked with, and that I hear, I think there should be more females on the radio than male artists. Because all the male artists sound exactly alike right now. They're singing a variation of the same song. They look exactly the same. Or maybe they are unique, but they keep putting out the same song over and over and over again. I see more female artists pushing the boundaries lyrically, pushing the boundaries from a production standpoint. I'm all for it. I'm trying to explain to you why it's not happening. And you refuse to to even admit to yourself that even though you are a member of a portion of people that want to see this happen, you are still not the majority. I don't care what numbers say. Record labels follow money. If they thought they would make more money by signing and promoting more female artists, they would. Let's take Universal Music Group here for a second. They have 12 females signed to uh, UMG Nashville, which is also headed by a woman. You've got Carrie Underwood, Kaylee Hammock, uh, Chrissy Metz, Claire Dunn, Casey Musgraves, uh, Cassie or yeah, Cassie Ashton, Kylie Morgan, which I'm friends with and love her to death. I would love to see Kylie succeed more than any male artist out there because she deserves it. Lauren Elena, Mickey Guyton, who we're talking about, Maddie and Ty and Shania Twain. All right, 12 artists, 12 female artists out of, I believe, 36 or 37. So let's point the argument back at Universal Music Group and go, why don't you sign? You want radio to have equal airplay, which we're going to talk about in a second. Why out of 37 artists do you have signed are only 12 of them women? You want to get all upset and you want to fight people like me and, and, and shame and blame me for speaking the truth whenever your own record label out of 37, you represent a third of who they've signed. And your record label is headed by a woman. Radio plays what the labels promote. Period. End of story. They play what the labels promote to the consultants and the consultants tell radio stations to play. End of story, period. So there are a lot of different reasons why things are the way that they are. I had uh, a songwriter, Victoria Banks, who also got into a very good discussion with me on Facebook about this. Now, I will say that Victoria is a class act. She came at me with statistics. She came at me with numbers, and we were having a very good discussion. Then you also realize that Victoria also happens to be one of the writers on Mickey's new single. Do you see how all of this is starting to to come around here? 
But Victoria floated an idea that she thinks there should be equal airplay on country radio, that it, it should be mandated, that it is there is equal airplay. You play just as many females as you do male artists. And I was up front. Not, I said, I don't think that's the way to go. I, I, I don't think that anything should be mandated that you have to do this and you have to do that. To me, even, even when it comes to employment and jobs, I don't think you should get the job just because you're a man or get the job just because you're a woman because we have to fill out a certain, we have to hire a certain number of women. I think that's complete bullshit. I think the best person ought to get the spot. The most qualified person ought to get the job. In this case, I think the best song ought to get played, whether it's male, female, whether it's uh, a band or a group or a duo or a trio. I don't think that airplay decisions should be made on gender. I'm sorry. That's just not the world we live in. And it won't ever be the world that we live in. But I think it's a victim mentality. It's almost like there's a bar. And when people can't reach the bar or, or surpass the bar, we want to lower the bar to make it easy for everybody. Well, I'm sorry. Life is just not that way. It's not easy. Here was my argument against equal airplay. Let's say you get it. Let's say you have it. Equal airplay. Who's going to decide which of, of the 10,000 female artists out there get the airplay then? Riddle me that, Batman. Who decides out of the 10,000 plus, the 10,000 is low, there's 185,000 female artists out there. Who decides out of all those female artists, which select few actually get to participate in getting equal airplay? And then will that not just turn into, again, the man keeping other female artists down? Well, no, because radio can only play so many songs per hour, so many songs per day, per week, per month, per year. So tell me that who gets to sit in selection and say it's going to be these 25 female artists. Let's say radio radio feasibly with commercials can play. Let's say they play 10 to 12 songs an hour. OK, at, at three the average of three minutes a song, 12 songs, 36 minutes, 20, 22 minutes of commercials at most, maybe uh maybe 13, 14 songs sometimes on stations that do, you know, all hour long and then and push all the commercials to the end. So let's say, let's make it round because it's easy at math because I'm horrible at math and never made any bones about that. Let's say it's 12. So every hour you're going to play six male artists and six female artists. Which six female artists are you guys okay with radio playing? What if they choose an artist that you don't support? Is then everything okay? Is everything okay? Let's take Mickey, for example. Let's say we've got equal airplay at radio, but Mickey Guyton isn't one of the female artists that radio wants to play. Who, what are you a victim of now? Racism? What if you're not one of the few? Where does that end? Where, when do you stop being a victim? You're not always going to win. You're not always going to succeed. You have chosen to be in the music business. One of the hardest things in the world to do. You're not always going to win. I understand that all of these women on Mickey's Twitter yesterday and Facebook and Instagram yesterday, they are fans of hers. I get it. And you should be. Mickey's extremely talented. There is no reason why she shouldn't be on the radio. There's no reason 
why she shouldn't be more popular than she is and have more fans than she does. I, however, don't think that just because Mickey is not on radio is the sole reason why she doesn't have a larger fan base. That is such an easy target. And that's what I told one of the people that that replied yesterday that was calling me a misogynist and a sexist pig, racist and everything else. Was that that is such an easy target to hit. It's easy to blame the man. Oh, it's all old white men that don't want women to succeed. That's easy. That is so such an easy target. What you don't like and you can't accept is that I honed in on more of the bullseye than the bigger than the bigger target. There is an issue and a problem within the country music fan base of females not receiving a an equal to or majority or close to support from the overall fan base. That is proven with sales numbers. And then they come at me, well, they'd sell more records if they were on the radio. Really? Really? Does Carrie Underwood have a problem getting on the radio? No, yet Luke Combs outsells her four to one. So now what is it? You could point to what you could call and say is the most successful female artist in country music, Carrie Underwood. She's she's all over the radio. She's all over TV. She's all over social media. She's everywhere. You can't get more coverage than Carrie Underwood. Yet Luke Combs outsells her four to one, which tells you there are four times more people that will buy Luke Combs records than Carrie Underwood's records. So do we blame old men at radio for that? That's what I'm saying. You're looking around at easy targets versus looking at the hard truths that the fact remains that there is not and does not exist as much support for female artists within the country music genre as there is for males. Now, you can blame whoever the hell you want to blame for that, and it doesn't matter who you blame. The fact remains. My argument with the podcast and with the Facebook article goes back to this. That's what you should be complaining about. That's what you should be trying to fix. Stop trying to fix what you can't. You're never going to fix whatever bias exists in men in country music against women. You're never going to solve that by shaming people, by blaming people, by canceling people. You're never going to solve that problem. What you can, however, solve What you can do something about is growing your fan base and getting more support within the overall country music fan base. And you can do that without radio. Because here's some let's talk about this for a second. Radio. All of the women that were just jumping on me yesterday and trashing me left and right were saying there is there is huge numbers of women out there to support other women. There are huge numbers. There's there's proof. CMT's done studies and CRS has done studies about how we want to hear more women on the radio. There are numbers to back that. Tell me this then. If the numbers are that freaking big and there exists that much support for female artists, why do you need radio? If that if there is that much support out there, why do you even need radio? Because obviously there's so many of you and you name off all of the, you give every, everyone who gave me this laundry list of female artists. Awesome. If you know about them, why do you need radio? Well, they have to be on the radio to get discovered. Really? 
Take a look at even Billboard. Take a look at All Access. Uh, Take a look at GQ, New York Times, LA Times. All of these major publications and magazines have done studies on how people discover new music and new artists. You know where radio is? Radio is behind Spotify, Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, TV, and then you get down to radio. Radio is not even the number one way people discover new artists and new music. Why do you think that is? Could it possibly be that as long as it's been around, as long as it's been around forever, radio has traditionally not accepted new artists, male or female? That's where payola came from. You want to play a, a place and, and, and buy a, a, a Uh, some real estate on radio for your three to three and a half minutes, you used to have to pay for it. You still do. Now, yeah, physically exchanging money is illegal. It's payola, even though that still does happen. But how about uh, Universal Music Group or Capital or Sony or Warner Brothers throwing a cruise where they invite program directors and their wives to come take a seven-day cruise with their artists? All expenses paid. You don't think that's quid pro quo? You don't think that these program directors are expected to go on this seven-day all-expense-paid cruise and get back and not program and play and add to playlist more of that record label's artists? Come on. I, I kept making the argument yesterday. Why are female fans or fans overall of country music, if there's this overwhelming demand for more female artists in the the country music genre, more acceptance, more airplay, if there is this overwhelming number, why in the world are any of you, even the the female country artists, why are you allowing radio and the mainstream country music industry to dictate who and what is relevant? I keep having this that you y'all allow them to be the gatekeepers. You are enabling radio stations and the mainstream industry to do to you what you say they do to you. And you're exactly right. They do do this to you. My argument is that it is statistically and, and monetarily reasoned. They do it for a reason. Why do you constantly allow them to determine what's relevant? I keep having this this vision in my mind. And you know how the, the, the political cartoonists do the uh, the political cartoons. I keep seeing this cartoon in my mind of this massive gate with with success in the background. But between the road that you're on and, and the success back there is this big fucking gate, this huge gate. You can't climb over it. And all these female artists and female fans are pressed up against the gate and they're trying to push the gate open and it won't open. Meanwhile, the gate extends the width of the fucking road. All you'd have to do is quit pressing up against the gate and walk around the motherfucker. Walk around the gate. Stop letting radio and these old men that you say are biased and misogynist, stop letting them hold you back. Go around them. We live in the, what is 2020? What is this, 1986, where radio's the only place to get, get new music? This right here is your radio. 
You don't have to listen to radio. If you want to support your fans, you can go on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, or 13 million other platforms, create your own playlist that comprise of only the artists that you want to support and the only artists you want to listen to. You do not have to allow country radio, medium, large, and small major market radio stations decide whether you're going to be successful or not. If you stay in the current position that you're in right now, it's because you want to, you've got to be a victim. You're looking for a fight. Go around the gate. Go around radio. There are plenty of artists out there right now that have never had a spin on radio that are selling out venues, that are selling records, that are selling merch, that are finding success. Is it easier? If you get on radio and you have the support of radio. Yes, but even that is fractional. It only matters if you're on the right radio stations in the large and major markets. The medium markets don't matter. The small markets don't matter. The music row fucking chart is is irrelevant as 1985. It doesn't matter. So what you guys are really fighting for is to get on 15 radio stations in the country that matter. And you want it to be easy. Is that what it is? You want it to be easy? You don't want to have to do the hard work that it takes to go around them to be successful in spite of them? Is it easier to sit around and point fingers and play a victim than it is to go, you know what? Fuck this bullshit. I'm going to go around the gate. I'm going to show other female artists how to go around the gate or by God, we're all going to get together and we're all going to go around the gate. And if you really want that kind of support, let's take Mickey and Universal, for example. If this is really a problem that Universal wants to solve, why doesn't Universal go to radio and go, you know what, Uh, this next quarter, this next six months, this next year, we're only going to put out female artists. They will never do that. Why? Because their revenue would drop. I understand the frustration. Let me say that I get heated about this and I get upset because I know what I'm saying is right. It's an ugly, uncomfortable truth about this business, but it is right. There is not enough financial support for many, that many, all female country artists. There just isn't. Even female country music fans by uh, 10 to 2 male to female country projects. The average female country fan supports one to three female artists. They don't support, but, but on the other side of the coin, they'll support 10, 12, 15 male artists. I, I agree that the support is growing. I agree that there are a, are a large number of people that want to see more females played on country radio. I'm one of them, even though I don't listen to the radio. I could care less what the radio's playing. I've never in my entire life counted on radio to introduce me to new music and new artists, especially in the age of the internet. And the numbers and, and research proves, like I said earlier, from all of these leading magazines and newspapers and outlets, that radio is not even in the top five or six ways people discover new music. 
So for this large number of you out there that are thinking that, that female artists get, don't have a shot without radio, man, are you placing and enabling these people at radio to have such control over your career? Go around them. I could also point out another inconvenient truth. And maybe we'll do this. If this persists and this goes on, I can prove exactly what I'm saying. And I can prove it by pulling sound scan sales numbers. And we would start with Mickey Guyton. Let's see how many fans identify themselves as Mickey Guyton fans on social media versus the number of records that she sold with her last record. I would bet that it's less than 15%. I bet that she sold less than 15% to people that identify themselves as her fans. Wonder why that would be. Then let's take somebody like Luke Combs and, do, and run that same example. I'm not saying that it's not a problem. It is a problem. But in all honesty, it's only a problem if you allow it to be a problem. If you want to continue to allow these old men at radio to determine whether or not you have a career, that is your fault. It is not the old men at radio. Whether you like it or not, there are rules in place. Whether those rules may be sexist, biased, misogynist, they probably are. Matter of fact, you know what? I'll, I'll concede that. They are. But you know what? It's the way it fucking is. Instead of banging your head up against the gate constantly and wanting to be a victim because you can't go through the gate, look to your left and right and see that you can go around the gate. It's going to be harder. It's going to require more work. It's not going to be as easy. And you might not become famous. But if your goal is to spread your music and get your music out in front of more people and become successful, you don't need to go through the gate. So who is really holding you back from the success you say you want? Are you going to sit around and let these quote unquote old men at radio determine that? Again, if you do, that's your fault. That's not the old men at radio. They're just being old men at radio the way they've been for 70 fucking years. I understand this is a touchy subject. I understand people are passionate. I appreciate that passion. Even everybody that was, was absolutely shitting on me all day yesterday on social media, I appreciate that. I love to see people fired up and supporting what they believe in. But I'm not the problem. I'm not the one making the decision to sign or not sign more female artists. I'm not the one making the decision to, from a label standpoint, invest in and promote more female artists. I'm not the old guy at radio determining who gets airplay and who doesn't. So I'm not the problem. Believe it or not, I'm actually on your side. I think there should be more women played. Why? Because they're making better music, more compelling, more thoughtful, more lyrically thought out, more touching. I think in concert, many of them now are even better than the male artists. I think you can't tell male artists apart. They're all putting out the exact same thing. So girls, you kept asking me yesterday and Mickey kept posting, we just want you with us. We want you to be supportive. And I am. But I'm not going to support you blindly and ignore the truth that exists. I'm not just going to blindly support you and say you're right about everything when you're not. Yes, 
There is a growing number of people within the country music fan base that want to see more female artists present. Unfortunately, you have not grown that number large enough yet to make record labels and radio pay attention. If you want them to, hit them where it matters most in their checkbook. Start buying more female artist records, whether you heard it on the radio or not. Look for, discover this right here. I keep going back to this. Your phone is your radio. It is your television. It is your publicist. It is everything. There is nothing keeping you from looking and finding female artists to support if you want to put in the time to find them and support them. Nothing. You don't need radio to introduce you to new talent. Does that also mean on the flip side of that coin that it's only female artists on the radio that you think should be present and should get support? If it's really all about more female artists as a blanket statement, then why don't you do some work on your own and go find female artists to support? Go find female artists to purchase their record. Go find female artists that are playing in your local area that may not be being, being played on radio. Show up at a venue and support them. Buy a t-shirt, buy a record, buy something. The fact of the matter that you all want to sit around and blame radio and allow them to dictate who and what is relevant and allow them to be the gatekeeper between, the, this, between success and where the artists you support stand right now, that is so, so weak-minded. And such a limited worldview of the power that you hold. Because if you hold the power that you say you do, and there are the number of you out there that you say there is to support female artists, y'all don't need radio. You don't need them at all. So I'm with you. You kept asking me and begging me to be with you and support you. I'm with you. I support you. But like I said, I'm not going to do it blindly. And I'm not going to do it ignoring statistical and historical facts. What I'm about, if you want to change something, change the statistics. Change the history. Make those things not matter anymore. And the only way you do that is putting your money where your mouth is. Spread the word. Do the hard work. Go around the gate. That's going to do it for this episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. Uh, I probably dug the hole deeper. I don't really care. In all honesty, you, you want to cancel me? You whatever you want to do, that's completely fine. I, I don't really, I, I don't really give a shit. Uh, those of you that know me best, especially here in town, I could give two shits about this town or pretty much anybody in it. So I don't care. I've got my audience. I do what I do, and it's not reliant on any of them giving me any sort of permission to do what it is that I do. I told you guys I will always keep it raw. I will always keep it honest and I will say what I feel and I will say what I think. And if you don't like that, stop watching the podcast. Stop listening to the podcast. Because if that's you, I don't really want you here anyway. I want people here that want to learn and that want to really focus on the facts and the truths. There's no place in success for a victim mentality. You choose to be a victim. You choose at least to continue to be a victim. Guys, thank you for joining me for another episode. Don't forget, follow me on social media at the Steve Freeman for more of this sexist, misogynistic, 
podcast and Renner. Good Lord. I get, I'm not even going to say that. Uh, anyway, it's good to have you here. Uh, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe uh, to the podcast. And hopefully this will be the end of this subject. Who knows? We'll see if it continues uh, going on uh, or not. Uh, if you'd like to become a member of my inner circle, go to thestevefreeman.com. And don't forget the podcast brought to you by Artist Development Academy. You can find it at artistdevelopmentacademy.com. Get the information, access, and guidance that you need as an aspiring or independent artist, songwriter, producer to find success in this business, not stand at the gate and complain because you can't get through the gate. The Artist Development Academy exists to show you the way around the gate because we realize the gate's never going to open. That's a, it's a trick that I guess nobody wants to understand. Uh, ArtistDevelopmentAcademy.com Guys, until next time, keep being creative. Keep pressing the boundaries. And there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you in the next one. Thanks for joining us for the Steve Freeman Podcast. Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Steve on social media at, at the Steve Freeman.